0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. You may have noticed something different this week. Yes, it is. We do have <laughs> music. Uh, we want to give a huge, big, hearty shout-out to our friend and listener of the show, Bronson. Uh, he made this beautiful musical intro for us for our show. Uh, we have been working on working on this with him well he's been working on it for for months uh and we're finally ready to to have it in the show so again thank you bronson uh everyone do a virtual wave and a thank you to bronson for all his hard work um we are so happy and over the moon with it i'm i could just talk about it for 30 more seconds but uh we have a crazy episode to talk about this week um so before we jump right in um this is your first time listening this is an anime only podcast uh Pretty much everything we're talking about here today is just our insights into the episode and uh, what we think is coming. We have uh, we have not read the manga, um, but it feels harder each week, doesn't it, Dave? <laughs> it, so does. it, out there. <laughs> it It
0: feels hard to not read ahead and not to be spoiled, and so mm-hmm. far... Uh, we've managed to avoid that. This is not a cue for
1: you internet stranger to spoil us. Don't be a yeah. dick You guys have been so nice to us so far. So uh, <laughs> so don't, don't change that. But uh, the title of the episode this week uh, is two brothers um, and uh, Thank you to the ep- Dave, I, I found this art. It was kind of hitting the rounds on Twitter after the episode aired Amazing. Um, This is some key art from the episode director. One of the most beautiful pieces of art. This is one I want to print in my house somewhere of, of this it's it's truly something
0: yeah i mean this is maybe among the biggest episodes of attack on titan that we've covered and it seems 100%. very fitting that it has some of the best uh bonus key art uh that they've ever done uh straight from mappa so yeah shout out it's
1: amazing and of course shout out to bronson for the uh musical intro just you demand yeah. all right so we'll do a quick little synopsis then we'll, we'll get down into the plot uh, colt pleads with zeke to not use a scream and turn falco into a titan all all the while soldiers and titans clash in battle as aaron struggles to make contact with his brother D- dave this is easily in the top three greatest attack on titan episodes
0: it has a 10 out of 10 rating on <laughs> imdb Fucking wild. Uh, I think Attack on Titan now has four or five episodes in the top ten highest-rated episodes uh, for TV shows, not just anime on IMDb. There's a lot, obviously, a lot of recency bias there, but, I mean, the only thing that's really up there with it is Breaking Bad, Mm Ozymandias, stuff like that. Um, The heavy hitters. The heavy heavy hitters. Um, Yeah, this is maybe... This is one that I think we've been waiting for for years, and I think that they, Mappa, and Isayama, everybody rose to the occasion. This Holy fuck. felt epic, you know what yeah. I mean? But I think when you know you're on your way to the climax, it's hard to not get a little, sh- you know, like, it's hard not to blow it, and I think mm-hmm. it's, it'd be easier to blow it. We're, co- we're just coming off uh, the Demon Slayer podcast, where we talk about things are often easier to screw up than they are to do right, that obviously you know sounds obvious when you say it out loud but i just think that they they nailed this episode this is maybe mm-hmm. Mappa's best work yet i uh, think so. no i think it is
1: 100 percent their best work yet i on think this is on Titan. tied to tie with declaration of war is probably yeah i think is two of their strongest episodes but you know <clears throat> the it's crazy because this does not feel like a th- you know i know we're like we're technically in a second half of mm-hmm. a final season but like you know the, you know, we're only three episodes into this part, too. Yeah. This does not feel like a third episode of, of 16, I believe. I think 16, it's like 12. or it's 12, 12. 12. So, like, you know, this almost feels like a finale, you know? It's, almost, yeah. You know? But, um, anyway, so we'll get right down into it. So, the episode opens up again. It's kind of a slight recap of Zeke coming down from the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... You know, it's it's hardly what we've seen because it kind of jumps right into Galliard attempting to stop Aaron.
0: Yeah, non on his
1: ankles. Not on his ankle. And then... My we street fight s- move. <laughs> the I'm ankle sorry. fighter. The, yeah. the uh, But then Aaron just, like, immediately puts him down. Like, he's Dude. effectively out for the count. We call those hammer fists. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in the moment, I was like, oh, fucking Galliard's done this episode. Like, he's not... Yeah. He, i don't know what it was is maybe just the way they shot it and the way aaron was kind of like hammering into him a little bit more
0: well because he's doing it right on the nape and like they yeah they do like
1: they show you that very intentionally yes
0: and they show you like galliard's internal titan perspective of him all bloodied up You're like oh this is bad
1: yeah like half his face kind of smashed there yeah it's, but um damn
0: oh and he blood. got decked by aaron last episode too right like he's also taken quite a bit of damage yes um yeah. So, yeah, that, that was tough. But then Aaron gets shot in the head, what, for the third time? Jesus Christ. McGath is an absolute assassin <laughs> with that mounted cannon. Holy shit. Dude, yeah. I think that's the first thing is like, uh, he, so McGath needs to be nerfed. <laughs> Seriously. Holy cow. Uh, the McGath piak combo, vastly overpowered. In, uh, patch update coming soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the fans are bitching about it. <laughs> when yeah. is the update coming? Somebody no, take them out. It's um, it's so funny too. How, how does the uh, how does the best uh, gunner in the armed forces become the general of the whole army? So yeah, I keep going back to that moment because they set up like, yeah, like I'm hot shit. Like, I it's I, what I thought was just a comedic moment of like him being a general was teeing up like how good he was as a soldier because we've only really seen him as like kind of like a talking head. Yes, for you know all the majority of part one in the past. Well, I guess these recent episodes we see him in action, but it's uh, man gath love, gotta love it. Yeah,
0: it's good to see these people on the front lines every now and again. Yeah, Um, the black banded parody forces. I think this is like mostly the military police people.
1: Yes, and there's some garrison. It's all the like the higher ups of the various group, like the scouts, the garrison, and uh, the military police. Yeah, they're going to provide backup, um, and and you can see like
0: they've realized at this point that they're kind of hopelessly outgunned when it comes to a Mm head-on fight. Uh, You know, I think that. Marley demonstrated very effectively that, you know, their modern warfare really trumps um, what they're able to do right mm-hmm. now in a head-on fight. So, you know, they're on horseback, kind of trying to loop around and, and sneak and, and do what they can. And meanwhile, like, uh, I think it's, you know, the OG crew, you know, uh, Mikasa, Armin, John, Johnny, Folk, yeah. they, they decide to focus on Piek because she's op
1: AF <laughs> just like picking people off up from uh, the wall yeah. I forget how I always forget how big the walls are and yeah. then you just you just get those like panning shots Beautiful every now shots, and then yeah. and you're like oh you don't even see you don't even see the top of the wall when they're doing the scanning shot it's just it's just more going and then you yeah. get that up yeah. shot, and you're like oh but like it is it's way up there but um just puts in into perspective like how big uh you know Bertold was when he first showed up you know the clock site and all that it's it's uh
0: good point yeah what do you think of this creepy Yelena scene? Her just sitting cross-legged doing yoga watching the city burn.
1: It's 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 one of three things. You know, it's either she's like lost and trying to like figure her shit out. Mhm. She's either like zen, like she's kind of like eating up the chaos maybe, mm-hmm. or she's just fucking lost it. You know, like she's, just, you know, cuz you don't really we don't really see a front shot of her. It's pretty much only from behind. There's no lingering face shot of her, I don't believe.
0: Yeah, we had like, enough of her face. Yeah, uh, I think we're gonna,
1: stuff, so. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's. They've I,
0: used up all the Elena face budget.
1: Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm so ready for, for her to It's <laughs> like, stay up on that roof as long as you can, because when you come down. And that's the thing, too. I think she's kind of up there like the Grim Reaper, you know, because mm-hmm. like, she's up in her roost now, but like when she makes her move, it's not going to be good for anyone. So it's, it's kind of, it was almost a a little calming to see her just sitting there, you know, Mm -hmm. like not, not involved in, in everything. So it's, uh, fucking Elena. She's evils that come man. Holy cow.
0: Yeah. I think maybe she just feels like, you know, kind of helpless and is maybe like, well, this is kind of out of my control. Like Hmm. she, she is undoubtedly very effective Yes. Uh, and, and like that she moved a lot of chess pieces to get them where they are but like you know in combat with titans and warfare like i think she's kind of maybe just like okay maybe i'm powerless in this moment maybe mm-hmm. you'll just watch i, I don't no.
1: know take it in yeah make her make her move when she needs to because that's the type of character she is right yeah she's clearly an opportunist like she learned from the best, zeke yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> like <laughs> that rat fuck yeah. uh
0: anyway um Reiner, back to the fight, Reiner and Aaron are going at it, Reiner's got the full mount, it's not looking good mm. um, but I, I love this moment, uh, like this is like one of the slow down moments of the yes. show, like they just like okay, take a breath, we can't just only have action um, and they show Reiner reaching out to tr- seemingly transfer memories directly to
1: Galliard. Do you think he's trying to, you think he's trying to give him a little little pep or do you think he's just trying to see if, check him out and see if he's alive? it felt it, it
0: felt intentional I'm yeah. like he touched him with a finger right it wasn't sure. like I'm picking you up and lifting it was like mm-hmm. it felt like intentional like you know here is some juice like here's mm. what you're fighting for kind of thing mm. um, I want you to know this if the, you know if we're close to the end or something you know not I'm not mad about like this is like kind of a new well no we've seen memories show up when people touch before haven't we
1: yeah oh yeah lots
0: yeah a lot But it felt like uh, Reiner had control over it. Like he wanted uh, Galliard to see this specific thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's. I hadn't thought of it going into the episode because also I've been a little, not annoyed, but they've been posting all the episode titles leading up. I think. Dude, I know. A day or two before this episode came out, they released like the next three or four episode names.
0: And one of them, like episode 80, is like pretty big. Should we, yeah, we should. Well, I don't, we, I don't both want to it. we both saw. We both yeah. saw,
1: but I don't want to say it just in case anyone listening has it because it shitty. seems pretty obvious. But I knew going in this episode was called Two Brothers, and yes. you know, I was I was like, oh, like duh, like you know, we have Colt and Falco, and you know, we got Aaron and Zeke, and then in the moment when he zaps Porco and Marcel, and I was like, oh, oh fuck, like all these stories, all these like these six brothers in a way, like you know, because yeah. you know, three pairs of brothers three pairs of brother. Reiner and Galliard are linked, you know, through, through a brother and all this mm-hmm. and that. And I was like, this like, you, know? <laughs> you know, it was like, it's all coming to a close here. And I was like, I don't think this episode is going to go the way I maybe thought it was yeah. in that moment. The second Reiner passed on the memory, I was like, I like locked in the episode. I was like, all right, something's coming, you know, yeah. I, and it, it seemed like I, I saying it out loud and you see the scene, like it seems obvious but like I completely forgot about the whole Reiner, Marcel, Galliard drama. Yeah, which they really like up top season or part or season four, part one. They really hit that shit up. They top They invested lots. early, and they showed like the you know just the the drama between Galliard and Reiner, like just the disdain for one another. Well, I think more it's one sided on Galliard's part. But
0: well, yeah, you know competitiveness, resentment, uh, yeah. some bullying, some bullshit. But yeah, but it it came from somewhere real.
1: Yes, absolutely. Right. that was a big Dude. moment. Yeah, big time. Reiner. Reiner has a really strong episode. He's had a, like a couple of really good episodes like this season. Just like his little monologues when he's fighting fighting Aaron. Like, but just to see him reach out like he needs Galliard. Like, we're not done. You know, like Reiner's focused. He. It's not often you see him so locked in. You know, yeah, it's he's always it's weird to see
0: him so so doubled down. You know, yeah. like he was
1: saying that last
0: episode, like I can't believe I ever thought we were alike. You know, mm-hmm. when he was fighting Aaron, it's like, uh, you know, I think we're meant to feel divided because like, everyone is. And yeah. I just, I, I kind of want Reiner to save himself, and there's a lot that goes into like how this plays out for him. So yeah. we'll we'll get to it. Um, but the next moment is like the summoning the Titans moment one of the best of the whole episode in an episode packed with unbelievable moments huge set pieces like it feels like every four minutes (laughs) so it's funny we you know i don't want we definitely didn't predict it but we foreshadowed this last week when we talked about Mm. um you know colt maybe naively suggesting if zeke knows that falco's Mm. drink the wine maybe he'll stop right and i think that we both said like you know you you, this is where you went on a bit of a moment we're saying like you know. Like, casualties don't matter to Zeke, and for that reason, you know, like, he, he really doesn't let anything get in the way of his goal. Aaron, in a way, has become the same. Yeah. Um But, yeah, like, this this is literally exactly what happens.
1: Uh, I'm begging Zeke. Yeah. Of, like, there's was, there was a really cool line, it's like, I never, and I wasn't too sure, it was kind of like Ballsy of Colt, to be, like, in the moment, of like, he's be- essentially begging, for, well, no, he is, quite literally is begging for his brother's life and he's like i never understood you even before you're a fucking traitor <laughs> like i didn't get yeah. you but like you know and he's like but i never thought you'd bring kids into this and and all that stuff and and you know like i've i've vocally gave my disdain for zeke i think he's a piece of shit but he's a phenomenal villain oh he's so good and he, <laughs> he, he he's one of the he's one of the best character it's funny we're talking a la- lot oh we're i just think just talking about demon slayer yeah but- go ahead well, it's just like, you no know, between Tengen and Giyotaro, like, the, they were kind of hamming it up. And Zeke has always been really good at kind of throwing just a little bit of ham in his line reads. Yeah. Because I think it fits the character and just like, oh, it's a shame, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Like, just that Beast Titan voice. It's the Beast like...
0: Titan voice is so good. I don't know if that's a layer or an effect or a completely dis- different voice actor or, mm. or... I would think it's a layer. It's so good, dude. Yeah. Uh, they they nailed that. And I think, and I don't know for a fact, but the Beast Titan, you know, there's he, there's not a lot of movement here. I think yeah. he's hand-drawn here. I don't know if there's any safety there. Most yeah.
1: certainly hand-drawn. Yeah, it's a he, beautiful shot. He looks
0: fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I think he had to be as haunting as possible for what mm-hmm. what's about to follow. Um, he does do the screen. Before we talk about the fallout of that, I, I briefly want to just say, Aaron tried to stop him too. Yes. Do, what do you think that was?
1: Do you think... What so do you think? I, L- Leanne and I have been talking about this because this is the, one of the few things that <clears throat> it's such a small moment, like Lincoln, you miss it. I don't know if Zeke heard Aaron. Mm. I think Zeke heard Colt. Because yes. it happens simultaneously. Yes. But Reiner hears Aaron. Yes. And Reiner clearly has like a like what like what? You know, like yeah. he, he he clicks in and you know, obviously like what's to come is to come, but I think this is like the the bonds are being reunited. Here yeah. in I think this is I think that's what this is the I think they're they're teeing up what is some conversations to come between you know two brothers
0: <laughs> Yeah you know what I mean really really interesting there you know it felt like Aaron maybe. You know, was aware. Of, obviously, Aaron was aware of the spinal fluid plan, and I'm sure he played a hand in it and all that. But it felt like he wanted to, and it feels silly saying this because he seems so remorseless at times. But mm. like he wanted to maybe not maximize the casualty list if they could, yeah, if they could avoid it. And you know, he's not completely gone. It felt like no. I, I don't know. I felt like he he was very at odds with the plan here.
1: It was. It was also interesting because since you know. Season four, Aaron, he's had like a very specific look to him, and like visually, like his face, yeah. like he's got a fucking mean mug on. Yeah, and this is the first time I was like, oh, that's young, that's a young season three Aaron. They changed like, him this episode for like, sure. They well, took it, like the, in, the in ponytail that moment, out and stuff too. Yeah. Well, in that moment where he says, "Wait," like that's not his face that he's been wearing this whole time. This like you know broken man look that he has. It's it was. The hopeful Aaron, like, the always, like, you know, like, you know, fight, like, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know, and in that moment, I was like, oh, Aaron, what's going on here, buddy? You know, <laughs> like, it's, yeah. don't get my hopes up,
0: but They, they. I don't know if this is a complaint so much as just an observation. In mm-hmm. later scenes of this episode, like, Aaron's face is animated differently. Not to say, like, yeah. like, they're not consistent, but it feels like a choice, but they, they change the way he looks in this episode throughout. And and we'll talk about that when we get to it, um, but then yeah. So so he does the scream. I don't know if I we should have done odds or we should have like had predictions like if you know like the rumbling will that happen? Will the sure. scream? Will the scream happen? Like I don't oh, know. Oh,
1: like event, like an event. Yeah, like, yeah. Not so much deaths, but like what su- events would happen?
0: Yeah. Were you surprised? Fuck no. They,
1: yeah. They set up this spinal fluid like stuff you know for a moment i thought when at the ending of last or part one where levi's fighting off everyone and zeke does it then Mm -hmm. i was like well maybe this is the only time we see it yeah you know and like we had seen like the spinal fluid in action maybe we won't see it later but at like leaning up i was like zeke's such a bastard you know he's obviously going to use it you know
0: it just felt like the there's an easy undo button on this right and that's just kill zeke before he uses it because he's the only one who can do it yes um but he got so many things had to go right for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And they all did, right? Everybody ingested the wine, we threatened them, siloed them, bent them to our will, and then got Zeke in range and he had and he used
1: it. Like, fuck. Brutal. The there was some really, really some some of those beautiful shots in, you know, Attack on Titan history is they go over some key characters like in, in the processes of them, you know, yeah. changing. Nile. Niall, there's a really great one in exists, you know, kind of just drinking, went, drinking. And then, like, he kind of, like, puts the bottle down and he just closes, closes his, his eyes and accepts it Ugh. and like, fuck. And then, you know, like, the the big one there, Colt Ugh. refusing to leave Falco behind. Trying to comfort him. Trying to comfort his brother. And Gabby rushing forward. <sighs> burnt to a crisp. Like, yeah. so sad. Didn't deserve that. Fuck, goddamn.
0: Overhead like, shot of the whole town
1: exploding. Mm. I love um, that sound. I forgot how much I liked that transformation sound. Yeah, and when you hear a lot of them in succession, like yeah. you know, hundreds of them, like through the Alps, it was really, really cool. Sad but cool.
0: Yeah, there's a uh, reveal moment specifically uh, when the Marlene soldiers realize and they say, "Oh, the the enemy turned into Titans," and yeah. so get the get the anti-Titan guns right. And it's too late; they're already being eaten. And and then there's like this shot of like one Titan peeking out behind a clock tower. That's very reminiscent of season one. Mm. And then the season one soundtrack hits, yeah. of Shiganshina being attacked by Titans. And I was like, this is fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, the sound design reigns supreme. <laughs> like God it's, damn, it's dude. so goddamn good. How disturbing is Falco as a Titan? The worst, worst Titan form I've ever seen. Like so, on, have we ever seen a long neck Titan before? <laughs> So, that feels deliberate. Like, that's not
0: a mistake. Like, do you think it's, like, okay, I'm not gonna push or reach here and be like, okay. oh, I think it's, like, uh, you know, he has that look because it... Stick his it, neck it, over it, people? Yeah, I'm not gonna reach like that. But do you think maybe, and hear me out, do you think, like, maybe it's meant to disturb you more because he's more disturbing looking and it's, like, it somehow makes it more unfortunate?
1: yeah. Well, Leanna pointed out, she's like, have we ever seen a child sh- Titan shift? Ooh. Like that? You know, obviously, we've only, like we've seen Titans who were yes. probably children. Yes,
0: but have we seen it? Seen it.
1: You know, other than, like, maybe maybe there's some shots of, like, the young warrior program yeah. shifting. You know, like, yeah. there's Berthold yeah, in a box yeah, yeah, yeah. the one time or whatever. Yeah, but, You know, not as, like, this aggressive, like, you know, yeah. their life is being altered change.
0: Oh, God, that was so sad, man. Falco.
1: Oh, so
0: disturbing looking
1: i I just can't get over colt like i'm glad they didn't linger too long because it was brutal but i'm glad they showed it well no they had to and just like his his last words to you know falco of like you know like i'm not leaving you and all that yeah i know i I remember rewinding god i was sad it almost felt like falco was trying to put him in arm's length too you know like he's trying to get away from his brother
0: because he knew and uh we we got to give a shout out to colt great character for such a small amount of screen time mm-hmm. and the voice actor that played him particularly in this episode and the last one really really did a great job yeah just hollering at zeke too they really showed like, begging
1: urgency begging. yeah like, urgency in his voice it's hard yeah. to do that that was fantastic but um it kind of kicks right back in because zeke immediately takes advantage of the situation and he's six uh Titan Falco after Reiner. I, lo- I
0: love the way... I, I love the delivery of that line. Just get him, Falco. Like, he's, yeah. he's kind of... He seems to have... I don't know if you're able to buy it, but there is a bit of remorse in his voice, right? He's not laughing... So. No, but you know what I mean? Like, he seemed to enjoy killing scouts at a time, but he's just sort of quietly like, all right, let's move forward. You know what I mean? Like, he's always
1: resigned to the goal. And I think he was living in his moment. I think he was smugly observing his his like little win here i think that's what i took it as i
0: i disagree i felt like it was like all right let's get this shit over with like Mm. but i don't know Uh, you know we've got a lot to learn about zeke i think in the next several episodes we've learned a lot already but i think it's gonna be interesting where this goes um yeah this shit gets messy really really quickly um
1: do you know what it reminded me of is the finale of oh wow this is kind of a spoiler for a new show. Anyway, I won't say which show, but it felt like a like a like a fight in the mud, like in the Ugh, rain, now like I they're like.
0: Know. Okay. Okay.
1: No, no, no. It just seemed like it was like a dirty fight on the ground. Like everyone's trying to like grapple yeah. each other. People are getting away. Like it's you know it feels like Reiner's always transitioning from like one. At one point, he has both Aaron and Falco down on the ground, and he's like, yeah. "What? Like, what do I do?" You know. And it's then uh, again,
0: again, Aaron, accurate jujitsu. Yeah. Use the legs. He tosses Reiner several feet. Less accurate jujitsu, but he's a titan, for God's sake. Sure. Uh, That was cool. But as that's happening, uh, as they're struggling, Piek and Magath, again, still OP, still haven't been taken care of. Yeah. Uh, They, they, uh, they stealth, or they sharpshoot Zeke's body. He's prone, Mm -hmm. but, you know, he's kind of prone and laid down. (laughs) Yeah, laid down, looking up on his arms there. Yeah, because he had taken... You know, he hadn't really healed yet. I love that Armin is the one to finally get the jump yeah. on Piek
1: and Magath, though. Yep. Yeah. Like, kills the crew... Or, kind of, like, gets the, the crew to jump off. He throws the Thunder Spear. At first, I thought he destroyed it. But, like, in rewatching it, he... I think he just got the crew off of it. Or, at least, disabled the gun. I think yeah. it was still on her for a while.
0: Yeah. He, he at least gets them out of position and interrupts their flow. Because they've, they've just been braining people. You yeah. know what I mean? Um. Mikasa has a great, like, animation moment. You know, her, like, doing some twirly things. We haven't seen a lot of that as of late. She
1: gets McGath's right-hand man. Yeah. Yeah. She kills a couple. Um, He wasn't on our Deadpool. (laughs) No. I totally forgot about that guy.
0: Yeah, I I, I also did uh, as well. And this is, like, you know, there's a a really big moment here. But I I did want to note, like, I don't know if Armin's ever had a win that big. It obviously doesn't feel like a win because... At the moment, the audience and Piek and everybody believes that Zeke is dead. Sure, it, it was obvious to me in the moment that he wasn't, right? Because it, mm-hmm. it's not ending that way. Nope. Um, but he says, "Oh, we were too slow," you know. But you have to feel that he must be so hamstrung because it's so typical of Armin to finally have the nuke and never yeah. be able to use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he, there's, he, there's literally nothing he can do with his ability now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. It makes me wonder, like, what the what the colossal titans role is going to be it's tough you know um, or if we're even going to see that like going forward like obviously we don't see it in this episode like that's not a spoiler but he's not
0: functional right like he he only exists for war what else can he do
1: yeah it's well, like it a nuclear war. deterrent yeah. this is war you know it's but it's a different uh, different type of skirmish than yeah and just not, the yeah.
0: the amount of uh what's the word uh uh the damage when you inflict it on yourself accidentally the amount of collateral damage um, damage, that that would happen if he if he tried to use it It just wouldn't be worth it right Uh, i think even going outside the wall yeah like just yeah trying to be support from outside i don't know Mm -hmm. maybe that'd be play um with zeke seemingly defeated reiner finally gives in he's like all right and I think that's so telling, like, like seconds, yeah. seconds later, like seconds later, Ryan was like, oh, God, yeah, I'm done. go accomplish. Please, to love a guy, let me die.
1: Yeah, someone, someone kill me. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. And uh, he gets that taken from him again. Um, yeah. Once again, saved by Falco. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because. Or, uh, or uh, Galliard, you mean. Well, well, there's that moment last season or in part one where Reiner's was to blow his brains out. And Falco ends up uh, outside his window, and you know. Kinda, I see what you mean. You know, so it's like obviously Galliard. You know, Galliard steps up, and again, fittingly, is it is this the third time Reiner is saved by the Jaw Titan? Uh, I, I can think
0: of, I think, one other occasion at least, because there's the time Marcel saved him.
1: So again, we'll, we'll get into it. So Galliard. Kinda, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, the so Gal- quote Jaw. Yeah so yeah like the the wielder of the jaw because ymir saves his ass once too if i recall ymir d- galliard saves his ass in early part one from being mm-hmm. blown by the eastern
0: forces ymir does sure. yeah
1: it's just he's like it's like he's in a perpetual cycle like the the jaw is always the one who saves him um you know yeah it, it kind of just the the like the linkedness of everything the collective you know we're going to get into all that weird shit but it's it just feels very time loopy in moments like this where, you know, it could just be good storytelling and happenstance of, you know, his curse and what he, his cross to bear and all yeah. that. But, um, but no, I like Yaliard and it says like, I'm all about an energy and, and even goes out that he does say, thunder, eh? yeah, I love that though. That's <laughs> yeah, so that's, him. It's so him. And he like, even to his last moments, he does, he hates Reiner, you know, or it's, I, I think, it's, I think there's some acceptance in this moment.
0: But. I don't know if it's hate so much as it is. I'm better than you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think don't know if he hated.
1: I think he... Tr- of any character, like, there's not, like... It's a very angry show with a lot of emotions. Galliard's there's a very, very angry character. <laughs> there's, but there's not too many char- characters that can, like... Aaron is one of them, but, like, genuine hate of another. Oh, I see what you mean. And I think Galliard, like, even from his youth, like, he just despised Reiner and, like, bullied yeah. him and belittled him and you know and then like the, Maybe because he was threatened by him or jealous in one way or another I don't for know for sure and then you know obviously like things were twisted you know to kind of screw Galliard out of position to you know his benefit by his brother and all that but just to see him go out it just it, it was just a very genuine moment of a like, character we barely saw like he was introduced to us this season or last season yeah a but little they, bit of time and by the end of it, you're like fucking this guy's the shit,
0: you know? They, yeah, they, uh, another example of a character, not unlike Colt, Niccolo, all these people that they, that got their due, they had a good story, a good arc within one season, you know, maybe two, depending on how you look at it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, they did a really good job with Galliard. He goes out like a fucking champ. Also top tier animation uh, on his face, you know, just everything happening. And we haven't seen a brutal Titan, eating a human like that and it feels like a while you know yeah. like i i kind of forgot like you mentioned sound design earlier like you forget all these little things the show does to make you feel the literal weight of the titans yeah. how brutal they are like the stomp 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 as as uh, falco runs toward him the sound of the jaw shutting it's very visceral you know yeah. what i mean like it's a frightening sound and you have like this nice well make quote nice moment of galliard saving Reiner even though he doesn't want to be saved and kind of one upping him one last time um and then it's just immediately followed by this terrifying, like, thing running at you and devouring
1: him whole. And that was the thing, too. Like, the time between, like, him sa- choosing to sacrifice himself and the actual sacrificial act was, like, instantaneous. Like, Falco was on him in a second. Yeah. It was like a bird just, like, snatching up a worm or something. It was, oh, yeah. It was, it was funny. A... Not funny, but you know what I mean. It was, no, like, yeah. it was, such, it was such a serious moment. it was just like, oh, shit. It was like watching Jurassic Park. The guy sitting on the toilet. Uh, you know, Gennaro is, like, in <laughs> the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And the T-Rex. You would think, like, at least in Jurassic Park, there's some moment of, like, tension. It's just like, eh, no. Attack on stuff We got, We got... through that. We got 15 minutes left of this episode. <laughs> um, Reiner's mad. He's like, I just wanted to die. Oh, man.
0: Uh, Goes for the, like... The, I don't, it's not a Superman punch. But, like, puts all his weight in one punch. And Aaron... And I love, like, the... Again, the confidence. The outplay. The move here by Aaron. Yeah. Armor ability. Not too dissimilar to what Annie did to him years and years ago. Sure. It was like when the,
1: it, it was very similar to, it, because there's a moment too when Zeke falls down um, from the wall, you get a clear shot of Aaron and the hardening he did to block the wall originally yeah. in Chiganchina. And I was like, Oh, I forgot Love that detail. Like, the detail. And then like, you know, they kind of teed that up at the beginning of the episode and then, or I guess the end of last week's episode, but you see it again, and then he does the exact same kind of thing here. Like, that's where he, The goal for him to master that move is to go back to Shig and Shina to block the hole, right? And just that moment of his getaway at the end of it all, it's... And, like, the tuck and roll that he does out of it is so fucking... Like, I don't think it was intended to be funny, but he does, like, like almost like a swan dive out of the hardening.
0: Yeah. So funny.
1: I love... And, like,
0: this is where the episode truly turns cinematic. Yeah. you You feel... Uh, the urgency is Aaron's running, right? He's yeah. just making a beeline, no zigzag, no bullshit, no like funny quip, just like, I'm so close, I gotta get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of reaction videos of people, people just standing up being like, run, <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. run. Because <laughs> everyone, no one knows, but everyone's holding out hope that Aaron's gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna get there and find out his true intentions. No one believes that he buys in with Zeke. Mm-hmm. And we just want to know. Yeah. And there's this whole freeze frame thing where they show you everybody's perspective
1: and you see Gabby in the background. Of where they are at the moment, I find very interesting. I think this was a very... We're going to come back to this moment in when we continue our talk of the conversation, but I think the slowing of time and the snapshots is very, very intentional.
0: Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, we did skip over... I just want to... I, I, I forgot I wanted to mention this. There's a moment after... Uh, Falco eats Galliard Mm. Uh, one of my favorite shots of the whole episode is Gabby's like deadened confused face they Mm. have a lot of uh, headshots and beautiful beautifully drawn shots with Gabby in them just showing her just how distraught sad confused kind of torn up emotionally she is about all this and you can't you can only imagine that Falco's gonna get it worse when he comes to right realizing what he's done what's happened his brother's gone and all this stuff like those two you know are, uh, like are going to be so fucked up and have gone through in their childhood just as much if not more as what Aaron and Armin and Mikasa went through you know what I mean like they've yeah. all been kind of born born into blood <laughs> um but yeah I wanted to mention that like they did a really good job with some of those frames
1: big time yeah um, uh, yeah the focus on eyes again This episode, and they really focused in on Gabby's eyes this a lot, just because she's, you know, she's like she's involved in everything going on, but in a way, she's kind of like a an onlooker, like Mm -hmm. like literally, like she's not. She's not engaged, you know, for the better part of it. It, it. She was just like us, you know, like sitting there in disbelief. You know, everything yeah. that was going on was just so balls to the walls. Like, I cannot believe this is all happening, you know, like moment to moment, like leading up to this.
0: Yeah, man. And and then uh, and then we get the money shot. He's yeah. so
1: close. The slow-mo. Gabby blows his fucking head off. Dave, we gasped. We were like... Me too. Yeah, I... I felt a shudder in the ether, <laughs> like everyone was watching it at the same dude, time. I did not see this.
0: How at all. in the actual fuck was this not spoiled for us? Like, dude, I I, I saw everyone I was participating in the Reddit, the subreddit, and this is not an invitation to spoil us. I'm yeah. saying that again. Please don't, don't. Don't be a dick. Um, but I just saw so many people being like, dude, I saw the manga panel everywhere you know what I mean like like oh like a uh, Aaron's floating head you know? do you know it's
1: do you know it's funny um this is a good little Q reference so mm. there was a meme going around apparently that I I remember seeing once and I never thought anything of it because we hadn't watched Q yet but there's a character in Q. he's like one of the main receivers he's like the defensive player Nishinoya and there's, like, a meme out there of him, like, receiving <laughs> Aaron's head. And I just, like, blasted past it. And Never I thought s- anything of it? I never thought anything of it. And I'm seeing... And everyone was going wild in the subreddit about this, specifically. That's so funny. I, I was like... I guess it was one of the best memes. Like, at the time, when the panel came come out, it's like... Oh, yeah. That's, that's perfect, you know?
0: That's hilarious, man. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the And then that's, like, the mid-episode break. Yeah. As well. And, of course, like, Attack on Titan or anime-gonna-anime, right? Like, they don't bring you back to the immediate Mm. present. Flashback. Like, oh, hey, now that we've shown you this, do you guys want to watch a scene from 20
1: episodes ago? Something you've seen? (laughs)
0: Yeah. But, you know, it's it's the scene of Aaron and Zeke talking about the the, the euthanization plan and the ball toss, but with the added bonus of Aaron not catching it. And I think, do you feel like this is some fairly straightforward foreshadowing to Zeke can't really trust Aaron in this moment. They're not on the same
1: page, you know, like, yeah, Aaron, I think Aaron, so. You know? They, they didn't show it on, on Zeke's side, but for us as the viewer, it was like, I almost wish they had just left it, left it out. It almost feels like they only put it in because in the following scene, Zeke is the one who catches the ball. Yeah. And, you know, hypothetically it's Aaron's head, but he catches the ball. Uh, baseball training, you know, but it's, So I'm not sure if it's them teeing up that Aaron is still... Or Aaron and Zeke aren't on the same wavelength, Mm plan-wise. Or if it's a control thing, which is Mm. also coming up. Like, who actually has control? Yeah. You know, one... one, I think think it's possible it's it's
0: meant to serve both. Uh, Yeah. But but good point. Um, You know, as Zeke catches the head, uh, this sequence this slow-mo three dimensional sequence of them
1: some good shit in there, tucked away in there. I maybe, pa- did you did you pause and play, pause and play to see what was in there? All over, yeah. yeah. Uh, like but this is this
0: specifically is Mappa's best work on Attack on Titan, I think. Sure. Uh, maybe maybe there's other stuff in this episode, but like this sequence of them sh- going through the town, like three dimensionally going down the street and you oh, like this is what are talking about. Kyle. Yeah, like they go through like uh, you know the scouts like lines like the mm. the you know the ODM gear you go through explosions and smoke and all this like forced perspective and the music and just everything mm. it's incredibly impactful and it all ends with the reveal of the head in the hand mm. <laughs> I, I was like no fucking way you know what I mean it, it blew my fucking head off and then of course it's followed by an incredibly epic montage compilation of visions and memories and all that shit That was my favorite part of the whole thing man It was amazing
1: yeah. so much so many cool little easter eggs in there um you know because that's the thing too it, it could be a total red herring you know cinematic of you know because you know there's stuff of you know reiner when he was younger in training there's reiner like you know begging aaron to kill him in the basement you know uh there's the uh the reese family obviously like a lot of like the heavy hitters grisha like grisha yeah. you know grisha screaming a couple things ones a grisha his younger sister you know uh i think that's what it opens up to a eh? yeah they, we kind of kicked it all off there yeah. for, for him, a, but, it's
0: beautiful oh dude unrelated but i have to mention this to you because i had a brainwave okay um falco becoming a titan right mm-hmm um, and, and and do you remember last week or the week before we were like oh and also Falco has memories about flying the air through the air, yeah right like so it's got to be Reiner, so it wasn't it was Ymir they were y- Ymir's memories yeah. yeah isn't that fucking awesome wild <laughs> what a
1: misdirect okay yeah. sorry to sideline us but yeah that was great well while while we're on the while we're on the the Falco sideline Falco is gonna go wake up Annie.
0: Uh, Falco's gonna go wake up. Annie. Why? Oh, because he's the he's, jaw.
1: He's the jaw. Now, we were wondering how Annie. Because if Annie can't get herself out, uh, if it's like yeah. a defense thing, who's gonna get her out now? And it's gonna be it would it would the presumption is mm. uh, It's, it's uh, Falco. But he doesn't even know her, does he? Or well, he might. Well, well, okay. We'll, we'll finish the episode. And we'll get into some <laughs> yeah. theories because I think there's if there's one really good thing about by the end of this episode is i think i get i know where the show is going now okay okay, now okay yeah you know yeah we got to (laughs) talk about that okay
0: so so let's cut to uh let's cut to we're we're in the
1: paths yeah we're in the coordinate
0: yeah we we see like the epic blue beam of light in the sky the sand on the ground it's pretty gorgeous i i i love like this kind of shit, like some of my favorite scenes in the Full Metal Alchemist series are when we go through the portal of truth, True. you know, and this is very like, we're, we're in the upside down, you know what I mean, and time mm-hmm. doesn't exist, and we get to be all metaphysical and artistic and all that shit, uh, and I fucking love it, I love uh, Zeke being there in chains and him explaining to Aaron where we are. Him and his gross
1: ass nails. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because he has been there. I, I, that, so this is extremely interesting, right? The way time works here, or doesn't work, uh, more accurately, I think, is extremely, extremely interesting. What did you think about this whole thing? There, like, were you,
1: did you did it feel epic to you? The environment, it did. Fe- it did feel epic. Um, but again, I don't trust a fucking word that comes out of Zeke's mouth. I no, don't. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I actually wonder if there's been barely any time at
0: all. Uh, Oh, oh, you mean like you don't know if you trust his saying
1: that he's been here for years? I I think Zeke... So this is what I really want to talk to you about. I've been kind of going crazy because you can't really dig online for this stuff because that's where you get into the the spoiler territory. Well,
0: should we reveal... Should we just quickly say
1: what happens before we... Well, that's what I'm getting at. I don't know if I fully understand what took place here is my big thing. I I, I genuinely... So it's revealed... You know, Aaron you know Zeke goes all right Aaron there's you know there's the founder go talk to the founder and like let's end all this shit mm-hmm. we finally get the reveal Aaron's the good guy still you know which thank god you, you know,
0: know good guy is sort of in quotations because he fucked up big time it seems like and we don't know but it seems like his, his intention in, in this moment may just be to do the rumbling could be. We, like, he oh, doesn't. So
1: that's, yeah, it's the other thing, too. Yeah.
0: He doesn't say what he wants the power for. All he says is that he doesn't want to u- do Zeke's plan.
1: Mm hmm.
0: So. That's true. Just, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe he's not. The good we're plan. not euthanizing an entire population, but we
1: don't know what he was doing. So, anyway, keep going. So, there's that, and then he, you know, he goes to do it. The founder walks right by him, goes to Zeke, and he kind of just, like, well, I've been here so long, I'm more powerful than you now. Like, yeah. I can, I can draw. And,. Yeah, because he's in shackles, and he and he kind of opens up to Aaron when Aaron points them out as, oh, I guess we were wrong. You know, if you have royal blood, you're shackled here. You know, lying, yeah. Which is a lie. Like, he, wasn't yeah. sh- he was not shackled of his own choosing. So if he was there for all that time, in what way does he just get power over? Because he kind of explains it, that she truly yeah. only answers to... Those of royal blood. Yeah. yeah. But were we not under the impression that it was the founding titan who had control over her not it was just because, yeah because it's the thing too we hear from we hear from Kasabar to zeke that you know the royal blood role is just the lock right yes and the founding titan is the key yes but aaron via grisha heard it the opposite yeah saying you know or no yeah, no, he heard the same thing. But Zeke, in this moment, is like, "Well, no, it's the opposite." So, like, how does how did that get yeah. misconstrued? You know what I mean? It's it's very confusing, and I don't know if it's just too obvious and I'm not. I, no, it. I, I think it's meant
0: to be not exactly black and white in in this particular moment, anyway. Like, I so I think a couple things stand out here. I think um, it's clear to me that they both needed to be present for anything to happen. Yes. Right. Um, Eren was the key in that the founding titan has to be present Um, and you know the royal blood seems to be the one who gets to use the orders you know control Ymir the founder Mm -hmm. um, if that person's present I mean this changes a lot because one of the biggest questions I have is is the founder Ymir really nothing more than a slave to those with royal blood like I was kind of expecting some dialogue like yeah some origin story like what happened to you like are you really is your existence really kind of slavery because if so that's kind of you know par for the course with the show i guess
1: yeah and that's pretty
0: tragic if that's like sort of her whole existence but i kind of wanted to know what was going on and and if we were going to talk to her so i'm hoping that's not the last we
1: see of her but i hope we do if it has been like say like you know 2000 millennia or however long he had to sit there I would yeah. like to see th- those said conversations.
0: Yeah, so I think that, you know, I semi... It doesn't feel like a retcon. I semi-buy that if time doesn't exist there or it passes slowly or it feels like an eternity when only seconds have passed in real life or whatever it is, mm. I would buy that maybe Zeke could break the ve- the vow and renouncing war, though
1: that sure. feels like a bit of a fucking retcon. Because but didn't he say he wasn't affected by it because he's he wasn't the ones that went over well no he's saying i
0: he said i have nullified it with the mind-numbing time i've spent with the founder he specifically says like i've basically overcome that barrier because of my time spent here so i think the one thing that stinks here is like yeah but how did you get like he got there because of the explosion with levi right yeah it's like what so is the reason that you got there in the first place just because, like, you did so much, so much mind, like, so much damage to your body that you kind of crossed the plane, and you happened to be a royal blood, and therefore mm. you were, like, somehow jarred into this consciousness? Is that what you're saying? Because it's not, like... I get that he had a head start on Eren, and this en- enabled him to grow- get a relationship with the Founder, understand the rules of that world, and maybe nullify the mm. vow renouncing war. But, like... How he got that head start because of the explosion feels not fair. Because he well, shouldn't have been able to get there before Aaron at all.
1: No. Do you think he nullified it just for him? Or all with royal blood? Because when that opened up, Historia is now able yeah. to do the I rumbling? think
0: the way I interpreted it in the moment was that he specifically has figured it out. Mm. But, like, you know, clearly it's, it's an evolving situation, right? Like, yeah. he kind of gotcha'd Aaron's gotcha. Yeah, he Uno reversed. Yeah, sure. no, I saw some memes on that, <laughs> or I posted one on our Instagram today, being like, "I have outsmarted you're outsmarting of me," like, <laughs> or or whatever it is. But like, yeah, so that's not super clear. And then he's, you know, he chains Aaron uh, in, like in this moment, moment. Yeah. yeah. And then he then he makes contact in in that realm and says like, "I'm going to fix you," and I I took that as like. If you remember, like, we've seen the Founding Titans' powers actually work before in Season 3, Part 1, when that girl had it. Yeah. um, And her just sort of making people forget who she was and things like that. Like, maybe he literally means, like, I'm going to brainwash you. I'm going to change your memories.
1: I'm going to do it my way is kind of where Zeke is going with all this. So, (sighs) I don't know. I think it kind of ends with that. I'm assuming they're going back to parody. Like, they're, you know, seconds later, they're all just going to be sitting there. Ah. I have a different take, but okay. go ahead. But but go ahead. What do what do you well, think? No, where do you think could, we go? Well, I think that's what it is. I think this is where the, uh, you know, kind of like the obtuse of like where the story is going to go is kind of yeah. cleared up to me. I think we now have a big bad in Zeke. Clearly, like he's been the big bad from the get go, but there has mm-hmm. been a lot of like, who do we, who are we fighting with? Who are we fighting for? Yada yada yada, all that. He's going to be the sole enemy, and I do believe like marley and parody are going to come together on this mm. and it's just going to be like a hunt for zeke or you know one I, in a fitting way this is going to be one last final rescue mission to go save aaron
0: yeah i yeah like i really don't know how aaron bounces back decapitated like can he heal you know i okay so my take in terms of if immediate predictions and I could be wrong, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying we go back to parody and, like, it cues it all up for a final battle. I think we might spend more time timeless. Mm. Like, I think, like, Aaron may... If Zeke was subjected to this, like, timeless infinity of having to deal and like with the Founder, I think Aaron may exist in that plane now as well. And I think we might get, like... I don't know some like artsy shit that that doesn't really show us not artsy shit in a bad way but I think we might get like some reflective like a big break in pace and like character development and figuring out what the fuck is going on with Aaron Um, because I have a feeling that maybe now like this is going to be his existence and he might have to come full circle and, like, the title of, like, the first episode, which has been, like, hotly debated mm. to you 2,000 years from now, is maybe a message to himself. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I might yeah, be reaching here.
1: I think it's, I do agree, I think it's going to get more ethereal and unknown. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to be playing around in that. play, And I'm not saying it's going to be seconds later back in parody. I do yeah. think there's, I think we might get another time jump. Yeah, there's. I think yeah. there's a good chance of that. It, but uh, I, I think time
0: jump. I think uh, I don't know. I you know what I mean? I think like some. I just don't know if we go immediately back, mm. because you have you're gonna have Harry's Harry's Jesus, Aaron's disembodied head, and like what happens? Like does Zeke just discard it? And well,
1: Ze- Zeke was like. Basically mush, and he came back as he was healed in there. So, but full decapitation is fucking. Well, yeah, but like it took however long for Aaron to like wake up there. Like he could have also been healing Uh... in the coordinates, and then you know he could be kind of coming back together because there's all these titans around him too, right? Yeah, like you know, uh, because the founder kind of jumped in herself. She's the one. I think it's alluded to that she's the one that like made the Titan go get Zeke and put it in the gutter in the stomach or whatever. So there's uh, all these Titans around now from the Zeke doing the the summoning or the transforming all the spinal fluid people. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's
0: I thought Zeke did that consciously. Like I thought like his ability oh, okay. to command Titans allowed him to summon the one because it was one that he was already controlling in the fight. But I think he seemed confused
1: by why he was awake. Oh yeah, I think like. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think he had control of that. If it was subconscious, then yeah, but it's... I meant, know. like,
0: uh, him saving his own ass and st- stuffing himself in the gut, I think, was conscious. I think uh, him rebuilding okay. his body, not so much. Gotcha. But, yeah, I mean, it, God, I, I just don't know. I... If Aaron survives this, mm-hmm. I want
1: them to handle it correct. I think they will. It's... I don't know. The... Um... The way they handled this scene like leading into them going to the coordinate and kind of what took place in the coordinate, even though I was confused, it just seemed like very murky and that this could have been fucked up very yeah. easily, yeah, and they didn't and I feel like if it's you know even just like a little less murky going forward, I think they have I think they have the reins like I think mm-hmm. I think they know where they're going there's too many fucking eyes on this for them not to nail yeah. this one you know I hope it's, we go back, yeah to the coordinate like I hope or to the paths whatever they're called like I hope I'm I'm with you though I just I really want more I want a lore dump from the yeah. founder you know it's I
0: want to know yeah I want to know how this started or I don't I don't need um black and white answers to every single one of my questions about the no. lore and how the titans started but I'd love to hear her speak yeah. like I'd love this to be a speaking role I mean then again this thing this show is pretty fucking dark and you know, like it might be fitting in a really tragic way that her entire existence, forever, is to be a slave to those with royal blood and and literally make titans. Like, did you catch that? She like Zeke said like Oh, she yeah. makes titans here. Like yeah. once she remade my body, like maybe like her existence is literally crafting titans out of that earth,
1: as people change, and that's it. No, like it happens in seconds. Yeah, in the real word. But she's building them. Yeah, like that's pretty awful. But it's like a kid playing. That's maybe why they're so ugly. It's like a kid playing with Play-Doh. Oh God, that's oh man, that you might know? be
0: it. And uh, by the way, I don't even know like if if your memory your memory is great, but like in season one season four part one you remember you specifically were like gabby might be the one who kind of gets her wish and takes out Eren. like yeah i remember you said that and i was like you know what that might be pretty fitting she was dry yeah she did it she pulled it off and but of course like it's bitter for her it's bittersweet right like she she's doing it and she's not going to get like her perfect rage revenge lust-filled kill it's like Mm. she's doing it now that she understands yeah now that she understands like the the sanctity of human
1: life, and like the fact that there are innocent people all around her. Her anger morphed in her journey. Yeah, you know, she had that amazing moment last episode where she kind of came to terms with you know the indoctrination of her life and and whatnot, and to see her. You no, know, I I hadn't thought of it until you said it. But her having a different take on having to kill Aaron. You know, it's
0: yeah, it's yeah. She's not you know just avenging Liberio in this moment. She's doing it out of necessity. We're an episode, man.
1: Three episodes in. (laughs) It's wild. I love it. Yeah, I
0: feel like we'll get more Uno reverse cards. Um, Aaron's journey definitely doesn't feel over. I just... I don't know... Like, I have a big question mark on where we go from here. Like you said, they could time skip if they want.
1: Well, the thing is, too, because... What? Reiner has a year left as well? Or is it just Zeke had a year left?
0: No. No, Zeke was older. So, yeah, Reiner... Around the same,
1: not many, not many, like four or five. Yeah, so it'd be, I don't know, it would be lame for them to do a time jump and like, oh yeah, Reiner passed on, you know, he had this. You got to give him a good death. So if there is a time jump, I think we have a a rough idea of like where it's going to land in.
0: Because Aaron also
1: has a time. Aaron has some. He doesn't have a lot left. He's
0: years, but not a lot. Good
1: point about Annie, by
0: the way, and Falco maybe being the one to get her. Mm. but uh, I always thought in some stupid way that like she was gonna pick a moment I know that's stupid but Mm. like for whatever reason I had this subconscious like oh yeah like she'll probably thaw when she wants (laughs) but I guess like she has no real way of unless she's maybe somehow connected to the paths like unintentionally in this like Mm. weird stasis that she's in like there's no way she can know what's happening
1: well they've never given us a bone to even think that she's conscious you know they've
0: given like and i don't know if you want to give them props or the opposite of props but yeah in three seasons four seasons they've given you zero about annie other than the fact that she's still encased that's it
1: we had a couple of moments of, like, Armin, like, talking, talking to her. But and nothing about... Teed up some stuff, or, like, yeah. narrative-wise, but not her herself. Of like yes. what Her
0: her situation. Yeah.
1: Because
0: her term's going to be fucking skyrocket passing her by, too, by the time she mm-hmm. wakes up. Okay, man, that was a lot. Um, that was a lot. We just did 56 minutes on, like, a 22-minute episodes, But, t- you know... It's
1: Attack on Titan, baby. It's
0: Attack on Titan. is like, the biggest fucking episode of the series. I can't believe we, we've made it this far, and we've got further to go. What a crazy ride. So good. Is that about it for this episode, Amigo? yes really Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Uh, this is a blast. Um, we are having a ton of fun covering Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. Shouts out again to Bronson for the musical intro. Thank you. That is here to stay. Um, thank you for uh, listening. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast or wherever else you do social media-related things. Uh, share this uh, with your friends if you think they enjoyed podcasts and anime and etc you you know what i'm talking about um we will see you next week thank you again guys bye guys cheers